oh, what does game five and a tire salesman have in common? What? They're happy to see a blowout. It's the Hoops and Heaven Finance <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. Uh, what in a... I can't say it was a dramatic win, but man, it was just a fun one just to watch the Jazz get their head kicked in. Oh my uh, God, it wasn't much of a competition for, well, really any part of it, it seemed. Uh, that was a fucking molly whopping. Uh, Absolutely. A just boat shellacking, race. Just shellacking of this fucking uh, stupid ass Jazz team. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, dude, uh, I mean, you know, I was watching it at home, hanging out, you know, uh, my wife went to bed early because she was just like, I know you're going to be fucking just like stressed out. And I was that first quarter was one of those games, one of those times where I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, right. You know, it just seemed like, you know, we weren't hitting anything. And it seemed like the, uh, the foul situation was very heavily skewered towards the jazz, you know, and obviously that's like that. I'm sure if I were looking at the data, I'd probably be correct. But, you know, just like the eye test, just the eye test, which is like, yo, like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> it's, it's not just that. Uh, I think like that's kind of like a, a been a playoff problem specifically this postseason. There was a bunch of teams that were facing three to one, uh, like situations, and a lot of them evened up like basically in the underdogs. Like there was just like insane free throw disparities between uh like the three matchups this time, and it's just like. There was some sort of conspiracy that's just like, oh, uh, they're all trying to do this. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, th- if there's ever a team that can that has, um, has reason to believe them, the <laughs> the refs are against them. It's the Dallas Mavericks, but uh, I don't know if that's exactly the case right now. Uh, and you know, normally I'd be like super hype about this, but this game was over by like mid third. So yeah, I, I, I was ti- yeah I was tired like by the third quarter. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I mean, like, I it's weird. Like, I guess I, I'm I'm such a pessimist at this point that I've become like, well, it's a twenty point lead, but it is also the Jazz, and like if something weird's going to happen, I mean, I guess after like that that heartbreaker of a fourth quarter loss last game, you know, I'm kind of like. I think I still have PTSD for disappointment, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like by the second, I mean, like it really felt like after the the like it almost felt over at halftime. Like the the Jazz were just playing with just his poor energy the entire game, and yeah. uh, and now we have something to even look at. Uh, it looks like Mitchell got hurt and at the end of some garbage time. So I mean, yeah. I won't feel good if that's how we win this, but like that. What perf- What more perfect ending to the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, Mitchell era than literally with a whimper? Like, <laughs> it's just anticlimactic and kind of sucks. Um, I guess the most exciting thing was uh, Bullock and Dodo getting getting real chippy with Hassan Whiteside. Um, yeah, and so it was funny, though, because I was like, oh, like, you know, Reggie playing some rest, man. He's been playing, like, fucking 45 minutes a game. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, uh, he got his rest. <laughs> he there got his go. rest tonight. Tonight, uh, you know, <laughs> I think five five game five game minutes left. Like, you know, gets ejected because he already had a technical from earlier, and I guess the Son had one too. I don't remember that one, but you know, yeah. okay, cool. Like, you know, there there were a few like between Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, you know, there were just like yeah. these. There were just like these. Uh, these is where it's like, hey, like, like literally, Rudy, like fucking like clotheslined. Dwight like twice and it's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> like are y'all not gonna like look at that like 
I don't think that's a natural basketball move to fucking close on a person, but I mean, you know. <laughs> so fuck, I'm so happy. I didn't use that last last podcast recording because I was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we couldn't. Yeah, I I couldn't find any drops at the time. Uh, thank you guys for uh, holding down the fort uh, while uh, I was playing gigs all weekend. It was just um, me. I well, I well, thank you for holding down the fort. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I was actually at the uh, like the discovery guard, whatever, whatever it's called. It's like so discovery saw, district. So yeah, I checked my Instagram after, and I was like, oh shit, he's over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So the the place I was playing at, I was playing at Sloan's Corner. By the way, if you guys want delicious food and like like American bistro food, whatever the hell, it's a great date night situation. Sloan's Corner. It's off of Ross. It is like in the thick of downtown. Um, it's awesome. Anyways, it was my, my cousin does some like production stuff for like, uh, Matt, like the Mavs care foundation. So kind of has some ends and connects here, here and there and like works has worked with the team in a lot of different weird, fun ways. Um, like all their, you know, anytime that they see like those videos and it's just like, you know, Dwight Powell, like high-fiving kids and giving out toys and stuff like that. Like chances are that's my cousin has something to do with shooting it anyways. Um, what was cool is that, you know, we get there, I'm just, or she's like, Hey, like there's a watch party, just like, you know, 15 minute walking distance from your gig. I'm like, oh, okay. So I just like drive to the gig super early, park the car and just run down there in basketball shorts and a Mavs hat and a Mavs shirt. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I get to actually, I think I'm thankful for the early tip off on that game. Um, Cause I got yeah. to uh, drink some beers with some Mavs fans. Uh, got to meet the, uh, you know, I guess I do. Is it called the Ring of Honor? Is that uh, it's like the Mavericks, the Mavericks Ring of Honor, right? Like if they've got a jersey retired, I, I guess I don't know what I don't know if there's an official designation for that, but right, it's called the Ring of or whatever. Uh, lifetime Maverick Rolando Blackman. I got to like you know get a picture with him and what? Uh, yeah, it was awesome. That's uh, fucking cool. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, he was there and he was actually like, what's funny is like there wasn't like that long of a line. I don't know. I think like. There's a lot of recent Mavs fans. They don't understand like Mavs history. And so like, they don't appreciate like the eighties greats. And uh, I, I don't know. I was just like, I was start to in, sweetest dude ever. He was just like, how's it going, man? The Rolando black. I'm like, man, you don't need to help tell me who you are. <laughs> like, <come> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it was like the most kind thing ever. And then like, uh, I, we even offered him a beer because there was like five for 25. I was like, hey, do you want a beer? He goes like, oh, man, I would. But you know, I'm on the clock right now. So if they see me drinking on the clock, it's probably not a good look. I'm just like, the consummate pro, Rolando, for real. and me, the consummate not pro, offering him a beer while he's on the clock. So it all, <laughs> it all, it all added up. It was great. Uh, that's this is <laughs> that's how uninteresting the last half of this game was, and how decided it was. Is that I, me, meeting an, a Maverick that hasn't played in thirty years <laughs> was more interesting than that, the second <laughs> half. And just, just like, yeah, and just let you guys know, Squish uh, was at the game, and, <laughs> and I think he forgot to charge his phone. So, yeah, that's this is a, this is a very long like sound, dude. <laughs> I know why it's a you, long sound. Why did you well, think I'm, this I'm one? Sorry. It's it's good background music for you describing Squish so, yeah. poorly so, planning his, his evening for a, a podcast. Yeah, so, so Squish did not just did not plan correctly because I think he was gonna, we were gonna have a segment today, and because uh, he was at the game, but uh, his, he did not charge his phone whatsoever. So 
So uh, he's he's somewhere in the ether with his with his with his folks. I think <laughs> probably trying to get I mean, back. What to... the hell is this? <laughs> All right, should we go and have some people come up? Yeah, let's get let's get some people up here. Let's. Uh, All let's, right, let's... Zach, come up here, bro. Our founder, our savior, Zach. How you doing? Our savior. Hey guys, I'm feeling good. Definitely, you know, the most calm I've been in a Mavs in like two plus years. Uh, right. I was, I, I was, I was candidly actually like a little worried after the first. Not like worried, but you know, not at ease after the first quarter. I felt it was like this script flipped from our get from Game Four in Utah, where like we just were not playing that well at all, but the Jazz. Just hadn't taken advantage and weren't up by that much. The fact it was only a six-point game after one quarter, I was like, eh. And then even, like, with up until three or four minutes left in the half, obviously Utah went on that huge drought. Um, It wasn't until, like, we pushed the lead to, like, you know, closer to 20 that I was feeling better. Uh, But just the one stat I wanted to point out, well, two stats. One, Donovan Mitchell was minus 38, so I was going to ask if, like, it's a negative if he would miss six. Um, fuck. Second, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Donovan was minus thirty-eight. Royce was minus twenty-nine. Uh, Boyan was minus thirty-seven. Um, but Boyan was over nine, over five from three, and he had two points. And I guess my question is, like, I don't think it's a coincidence that our by far easiest win is when Boyan was off. Like, do right. we think he's maybe just gassed from game four? The effort or or do you think he probably comes back strong in in game in game six? This Jazz team just looked dead. But I almost get vibes maybe if they like mailed it in midway through the second round. Like, All right, let's get ready for game six. I mean, I, I that's that's the only thing I can imagine is just them just looking ahead and just really at this point, just like uh, you know, hey, our guys are gassed, so we're not even going to. I, I, I don't know. I think that's a pretty. Um, I think that would be some pretty unearned confidence from the Utah Jazz to be like, "Ah, eh, it's okay. We can, we'll, we'll get them back. We'll we'll win two games in a row in this series." <laughs> like that's, I think that's that would be some uh, pretty ballsy. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, what's it, when the wire? What? You still there? I can't hear Don. Don, where'd you go? Anyway, okay, so I'll yeah, I'll continue where he where he left off. Uh, so my my take on the whole Boyan thing is that he's having to guard Luca a little more because <laughs> the first couple games, like obviously Luca's not playing, and uh, the first three games Luca's not playing. Last game, you know, the last game was definitely like a Luca like getting his legs under, and then this game, you know, he just fucking went off. And I think Boyan, I think the fact that Boyan is like has become like they're like. Oh, sorry. It's uh, it's apparently my bedtime, and uh, my phone took oh, me okay. off. Of <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I need to go back to me. But no, but I think that Boyan ha- Boyan having to be like basically having to do it all. Like he basically brought these. He's brought this team. Like this is basically he's been his team. Like the, this entire playoffs playoffs run for them. You know, and I think right. it's finally starting to catch up to him. You know, and on top of that, like having to guard. Like Lucas Honeywell switches, Lucas trying to hunt after him, you know, just like, you know, it's going to get tiring, you know, and, you know, seeing that Donovan might have gotten hurt and we don't know if he's going to be out for how long, you know, it's still very, very new, um, you know, and obviously like they're going to get a few days off, you know, until the game, until game six, 
and it's going to be in their yard. So, you know, anything can, I think, I still think we can win this in six, but Did I think that. Did you see the Tim Cato tweet that said, uh, there are currently all the hot, the Taco Bell hot sauce packets are cheering on the jazz. God. <laughs> it was just red, orange, and yellow, the entire crowd. Great, man. But thanks, but, guys. That, that was that was my only question, I, and and I agree. Let's see if we can close them out. Uh, I'll let Cool Halo uh, ask his question, but uh, this, this was definitely a fun win. Appreciate oh, Zach. Thanks, Zach. All right, Cool Halo, come up here, brother. Cool Halo, Hello. what is Hello. up, man? Yeah, I'm up. It's 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 early, but I'm what up. time is it? What time is it? Uh, six twenty-two. God, my damn. goodness. Yeah, yeah. You're, you are more productive than we are. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I um, I had a, I, I really liked the game tonight. It's a crazy thing that in these playoffs, I feel that twenty point leads aren't safe. Yeah, because right? I've seen yeah. like three different teams in this postseason, postseason, like blow twenty point leads. You know, mm. um, so so I was still getting nervous, and then I just saw that. Um, even when we weren't getting shots in the jazz still couldn't do anything. And I just, I just, it just, it just felt better. Um, the one thing I I wanted to mention is I really feel that, um, Dorian Finney Smith, um, he had a really good game today and like, uh, we, I, it's, I've got this feeling now that we're going to have one good game from, uh, one of the role players every single time. And it's, mm. it's such a relief on, um, what we had before where it kind of depended on Chris Stapps maybe more. And now it's like one day it's Dorian, one day it's, you know, Brunson, one day it's Kleber or whatever. And um, that's what I think makes teams go deep in the playoffs. I don't know what you, what you guys think about that. but Yeah. I mean, like looking back at like the KP time, KP era, you know, like he was one of those guys that absolutely had to get his touches and like, you know, how to get in rhythm. And, you know, it seemed a lot of times that we were forcing things, you know, just to get him involved, which was not the way that I think uh, the coaching staff wanted to, you know, have the offense flow, you know, flow. Um, I agree that it seems like I feel like I'm saying, man, I want Dinwiddie to have the fucking game of his fucking life uh, on Thursday. <laughs> um, that would make me so happy to see. Uh, to see him uh, just flourish. Like today, you know, three for eight, you know, nine points, didn't really do too much, really like, you know, too much, uh, you know, had two threes, great, you know, but, you know, I feel like we need to get a little bit more for him. You know, it seemed like he did play less minutes, like Dorian playing 41 minutes, you know, Jalen 36 minutes, you know, uh, Spencer only playing 27, 28 minutes, like, you know, and then, and a lot of these guys, I look at this box right now, I'm like, wow, a lot of these guys played so few minutes, but I remembered it's, that was, uh, what do you call it, a garbage time. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, oh, Trey Burke got in the game, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, Marquise Chris did something, I forgot about that too, you know, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I totally agree. I think, like, you know, Reggie's been really fucking great, you know, Dorian again, same thing. Uh, Dwight, now that uh, his running mate, uh, Luca's back, you know, four for four from the field, you know, love that. You know, uh, I don't know if you would consider Jalen to be a role player anymore just because he's been so, like, instrumental to our offense. Excuse me? Can you hear me now? Hmm. What? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, 
but yeah, you know, there's like the little things that I saw the team it, again, like looking just at the box score, like there's not like, you know, there's little things that the guys did, you know, like Josh Green hustled his ass off today, you know, which what we need, you know, he's getting 14 minutes in the, uh, not a do or die game, but still a game that like would be very beneficial if you we were to, if we were to win it. Um, just overall, man, like it was just a fun game and, uh, Frank not getting in probably for the best, you know, but I kind of wanted him to get in just cause especially during garbage time to see how he was doing. But I mean, looking at God, looking at the jazz, you know, boy, I'm going zero for nine is crazy. They look, they look really defeated today. They look, yeah. they look I mean, I, I hope Mitchell's okay, but even him, like when he went out, he just looked so fed up. Um, yeah. We have a problem. <laughs> we have a problem. You know, Dork. Ladies Dork and Nowitzki. gentlemen, we have problems. Dork, Dork Nowitzki in the in the chat saying, "You know, imagine six. I think that's that's kind of the mantra now. You know, it's like I think, especially after this one. Like, I tweeted out saying that you know we needed to demoralize them basically. No, we, and uh, that might have been it. So, we we would have. Um, I'm I'm gonna head off, but we would have swept them with Luca. I think absolutely. This, absolutely. This is, their, their, their team's in shambles. It's, not, it's ridiculous. Not, it's literally nothing worse um, than a gentleman sweep. You know, yeah. like, um, I don't even know if they're better than the Nets. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well. I had to mention those. Nah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm going to try and get a bit of rest. Please do, stuff. man. And, please um, do. <laughs> thanks so much for calling in, man. Absolutely. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. I'm asking you around, dude. <laughs> I give it up for cool. Hello, right on. Uh, so yeah, to to add on to that, yeah, I think like the depth uh, will always translate better in the postseason. Um, so distributing those minutes and getting consistent positive production uh, is always going to be better than just kind of your boomer bust. All right, this guy's got to get thirty, or our team's not going to do well. It's yeah. much you know relying on a bunch of guys to do like B plus, you know. F, you know, A plus effort, B plus production across the board. If that goes 10 deep, that's actually, that's, that's usually better than like, you know, if you're, you know, four deep, <laughs> you know, and just really hoping those four produce. I mean, hell, look at the Nets. I mean, like they had two guys that are just, I mean, they, they live and die by whether or not KD and Kyrie uh, produce and, you know, they were producing, but like, I mean, KD had an off game for KD it's like they and they got swept by a. I I don't I can't I would say that Boston's a better team depth wise, but like talent for talent. I mean, like I feel like Katie Tatum. That's a. I mean, like I think Tatum's clearly like starting to make that next step up to real like elite. Holy shit, scoring, um, <laughs> and like, uh, oh god, the other J. I'm Jalen. Jalen um, Brunson, not Jalen yeah. Brunson, Jalen Brown. <laughs> Yeah, Jalen Brown is just going, yeah, like, yeah. Anyways, the two J's are really starting to step up. But, I mean, like, I would say, like, they're two, you know, the two J's versus Katie Kyrie, like, that's pretty even. But it's like, then you start looking past that third guy, fourth guy, fifth guy to the eighth guy. There's just people I I don't really know on the net or, like, wait, he's still playing? Oh, God. DC is asking to come up a couple up on stage. Oh my goodnesses. god! Oh my god! That's, Here we go! That's Tim Beam's music. All right. Oh god! It's Tim fucking Beamer. Yep. Tim, 
Fantastic. Hit the, hit the little uh, little icon. Little, yeah. little mic icon. There you go. Give him the mic. Can you hear me? I, I can. can. Imagine living in a state where you can't drink that ass whooping off. <laughs> uh, he's coming in me. hot folks cannot be me i saw my i saw my schedule today and i was like cool i'm gonna make it home for most of the second half it's gonna be another close game all right we're good i'm, I'm not mad about having to work through this fight la traffic whatever i get home and they're up by 30 <laughs> <laughs> it's a great feeling it's a great feeling was, my goodness my goodness. I'm going to go back and watch the first half tonight because apparently that was the game. Even though it was only a 16-point game at halftime, like, it was over. This, this, Utah, Absolutely. This, Utah, this Utah team is begging to be broken. <laughs> and we're going to be the one. We're going to send them into a rebuild, an entire franchise into a rebuild. God. It's just, it's just amazing that, like, what, 20 years ago, Dirk did this? To the Stockton Malone Jazz, and then obviously at a very lesser level, like Luca might do this to a fuck to the fucking uh, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert era. Like, <sighs> yeah, I, be, I feel like, like those are two different. <laughs> I, I would say that those are two different uh, eras of production between. I'm running. I'm, I'm running the narrative. All right, oh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, in the sense that, like, you know. Um, Malone was the postman, and uh, Gobert's going home. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I will say though, I will say though, Tim, like that first quarter, I was like so just a nervous wreck the entire time. You know, if I if I could have gone, if I could have like traveled a, uh, an hour to the future, and would have been like, oh, okay, everything's gonna be okay. I would have been, I still wouldn't have believed myself. I'd be like, nah, bro, this is like this can be do or die. Like, yeah. They gave me- Huh? It gave me the vibes. It gave me the vibes, and you know, kind of a lesser scale because it's a first round series. But I went to a Rangers game in 2011. It was Game Six of the 2011 ALCS against Detroit. They got down two to nothing, I think, in like the second inning, and then I think they scored the next 13 runs. And like from the third inning on, it was just a freaking party at the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's, that's what the that's what the second half of this game felt like. Like the AAC is like. The AAC is like cheering Bobby rebounds and post-ups with like 30 seconds left because this game's been over for 45 minutes. Dude, and- that crowd was a WWE like like nine drinks in during WrestleMania kind of crowd. They were reacting yeah. wonderfully. It was perfect. <laughs> and Hassan Whiteside on the one on Luca wasn't that wasn't that bad. Like wasn't as bad as it was like on first glance. But he right. was man, man. This whole series, Utah has been pulling bullshit. Like especially oh, yeah. Royce O'Neal. So I'm just like, this whole Andrew Bynumass team, they're just ready to be put out of their misery. <laughs> That's a great question. Thursday, Thursday. Oh man, I think we can do it, man. I think I think we I think we've broken their spirit. That's what we need to do. Like, like do the time, Mavericks like, have a black jersey that we can just wear for just this one? Like just an all black jersey. They had, they had that city edition a couple years ago. It was pretty sure. sweet. Maybe no, they I should ring that one up to bring in the, the jazz funeral. No, thank you. I hated that fucking jersey. <laughs> I will say Dal is a very dumb thing to just have on a jersey. Like, yeah, like say like say like Dallas or Mavericks. Those are two like I think it's not like anyone's like, hey, you gonna go hang out at the DAL? Or like no one calls Dallas the big D, aside from people that are trying to make t shirts on it. Like 
Where are you from? I'm from the Big D. Well, that's a way of describing your dad. But they should have. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it. The family podcast. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> if, anyone, if, 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 if Squish and I are on this podcast, no families are safe for this. No, unfortunately. But, uh, I like the – those jerseys would have been sick if they just would have gone with 214 instead of DAL. That would have totally. been cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that would have been very confusing for the referees, but that would make – but I'm, I'm for it. Foul yeah, on 214. Cool. One. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, again, that's him. Go back and watch that first half and, like, just, like – just imagine me, like, my wife just being like, I can't talk to you right now because <laughs> you're way too – you're way too intense about these things. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like she has, like she hasn't like she saw it a little bit last year, but like we were kind of busy with stuff last year, like with the getting stuff ready for the baby. But like this year, she's just like, and I like just wholly focused, and she's just like, I can't fucking talk to you, like while you're watching <laughs> this game. Like yeah. you're way too so, intense. So with every Mavericks win and consequent podcast, we're just adding to the dollar amount of the jewelry that Ruben's going to have to buy his wife to make up for it. Dude, I mean, seriously, man. It's just like... Yeah. Or just like how, how much more expensive the plane ticket's getting. It's just like, okay, I'll take her out to like Wimberley into a bread and breakfast. Just like if we make it to the se- you know second round of the playoffs. Fucking Wimberley. Okay. Yeah, looks like, uh, looks like we're going to be a lot of stout. Go out of, of state. Course and then... <laughs> of course, I'll go to Hill Country. Yeah, I'll definitely go to Hill Country. Absolutely, man. Get you some wine, some, you know, some R&R at a BRB. Right. Oh, man. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. So my I tweet, will. My, yeah, I will... my tweet. What? Sorry, go. Go ahead. No, you go. I was, saying, I was saying my tweet saying we need to beat them down so bad that we cause psychological and emotional damage to ruin game six. I think we've done it. I think we, I think we hit that threshold. I think we've done it. <laughs> And then me tweeting out they're not good people, like fuck them. It's just like, but yeah. that's just based off a of tweet that I saw the other day. Where it was like, you know, if you're if you're a, a what do you call it? A, what do you call it? A, like a commentator, I would just think just mad shit. Like these people have these people have been abandoned by their god. Not this shit. Like, <laughs> Where's your John Smith now? <laughs> oh man, Wait. and soon to be abandoned Where? by their wives. <laughs> <laughs> We were, oh, we were think of all every... the paperwork with so many <laughs> plaintiffs. Hey, we, 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 we respect everybody's uh, freedom of religion, but <laughs> that's true. But that doesn't make them any less uh, of an easy target. Uh, because if there's anything that we have uh, proven at this podcast, is that there is no such thing as too low of hanging of fruit. Um, hello. Uh-oh. Speaking of hanging oh, fruit, geez. what is up, my what? dude? <laughs> so that was awesome. Oh, you were there. Uh, okay, so, our, so yeah, our get, correspondent get at yeah at the game five. Uh, and you, Tim's here. You may know him as Redacted. <laughs> uh, give it up for Squish Forty One, everybody. So I'm gonna interview uh, Mama Squish here. What oh shit! On, what are your thoughts on the game, Mother? That game was amazing. It was so fun. It was awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Dad, you got any? I was just glad to see Boban. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Glad to see Boban. Your Zero Game Five review. I caught a T-shirt, guys. What? Wait, where were your seats at? Where were your seats at? Literally two o five. 
I, oh, I, okay, I look yeah. up, I look up, and I see a, a, a bullet flying towards me, and I have no choice but to catch it. And I finally, <laughs> after like four hundred Mavs games, finally caught a fucking t-shirt. You caught a t-shirt bullet, or like a t-shirt I caught a shirt. bullet? <laughs> now was it was it Mavs man that shot it, or who was it? You don't want to know the answer to that, Rips. No, fuck you. You caught a you caught one from the assailant. I caught a shirt. It yeah, was very much. That's insane. It was Did very it come down icy? I was watching the big machine, and then all of a sudden, he has his hands in the air, and the the, the shirt just falls into his hands. I mossed it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Amazing. What, what a great night! Holy shit! We got everything. <laughs> great night. Great seats. Great game. Where are, where are great you? Awesome. We are in traffic currently. Oh god! <laughs> it, feels like we have the, it feels like so we have we, the always sunny game of the podcast on right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep listening, listening in, but I'm going to let y'all carry this stuff. I will be in my room watching for tip off on Thursday. Go Maps, baby! Let's go. <laughs> You're the man, Tim. So, yeah. Love it. Fantastic. Well, Squish, we're glad to have you in. Uh, in the last second, you know, uh, it it feels very much kind of like how you know Bobon's minutes, where it's like uh, it wasn't a hundred percent necessary. We feel like we pretty much you know took care of business, but we're glad you're here and we're happy you're participating. <laughs> so I, I'm getting my Bobon victory lap. Is that what you're telling me? A hundred percent. Yes, you Absolutely. are our victory lap. Yeah, human exactly. cigar, right there. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, we literally got the greatest parking spot of all time. Where? In the no, arena. Uh, we were pulling up to the AAC. We knew we wanted to eat nearby. We got there about 6.30. And uh, there's a few little, uh, little parallel parking spots next to the arena with no signs like, hey, don't park here or anything. But there's only like, I don't know, 10, 15 spots. And we got one of them somehow. So we didn't have to pay for parking. And we literally just got out of the car and walked into the AAC. It was insane. That's awesome. It was meant to be. I was like, something about this parking spot tells me we're going to beat the Jazz by 30. And we almost did. We almost did. Okay. Yeah. What's the likelihood of you driving to Utah? Um, tell Tell cubes to to rent a Mustang or something. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fantastic. <God. laughs> Say that me me and the me and the me and the parents are undefeated in the playoffs. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah, I gotta go out there, man. Well, I mean, crowdfund a crowdfund a trip to Utah. I think I think we have time. Tweet it out. We got it. <laughs> we definitely have the resources. We'll work. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Utah. <laughs> she says yep absolutely the beer there is only 3.2 percent okay no business cool. around here i'll hunt down the jazz man in yeah, his, okay. his own yeah. element <laughs> well you'd have to drink twice as much beer in order to get to his I, I have yeah. to i have to balance the universe what i'll do is link up with jazz man and he can abandon me at a restaurant <laughs> <That's not funny. laughs> yeah Perfect. No, I'm just fantastic away. Well, only the <laughs> only the best only the most uh, 
only the most face value rivalries here in uh, Mavs and Jazz <laughs> fandom uh, is a, a Jazz fan and his weaker, drunker moments, um, which I'm in. For, uh, I'm all for it. Why not? Um, is there anybody else that's wanting to maybe say something or get something off your chest? Or I don't know, maybe any, some life advice? We're, we're anybody. Anything, man. Whatever y'all want to talk about. We're here for a few more minutes at most, or at least anyway, because it is late. So play for me anyway i'm a teacher i'm a teacher i can't take off tomorrow (laughs) i took off today like i took off three days of work and not great i was working during all of that like doing you know music stuff yeah i I actually did like a self-care day today it's been awesome uh, nice my uh yeah so like i everybody like all my coworkers know that i'm a huge mouse fan so they're just like talking shit to me the entire day like Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Like if if they win, are you like, coming in? If they lose, are you coming in? And I'm like, <laughs> have to no matter what. <laughs> we're so close, and we're so close. Do you just have a sub on speed dial if they lose? I wish, man. I need to find someone <laughs> just in case, <laughs> just in case for Friday morning. But oh uh, man, well, what a great uh, fucking win! Absolutely, uh, a great. You know, uh, it's. Just, I'm just happy to see them recover from such a heartbreaker of a win, you know, or of a loss on Saturday. They just come back into it and just absolutely, uh, you know, uh, just lay down, lay the smack down. It was great. It was artistic. It was beautiful. It's uh, exactly what my Mavs heart needed. Um, much like all the listeners uh, that are here. Oh, wait a minute. We got a caller. Oh, shit. All it's right. my hometown. All right. I don't think it's your actual hometown, but we'll see. Oh, probably not. It's Austin. It's Austin. Hey. Hello. This Sorry, this is my first time trying this. You're hey, good. Welcome, right. to the, welcome to Colin, my friend. I wanted to know what you guys were thinking about our offense, because honestly, I thought it was pretty dog shit. Like, for us to win that game by nearly 30 and then have, like, an offense that kind of didn't really look that great, I think was really interesting. Um, yeah. I can see, I can understand that, that criticism. I think also part of it is just like, I I wonder how much of this is like the human element to it, where you can just feel when the other person's just not like, they're not kicking on all cylinders. So this was just as much a jazz loss as it was a Mavs win. Um, And the the jazz did our defense a lot of favors. Um, If, uh, if you heard Zach earlier, uh, was it Mitchell was like negative 38 or, or minus 38 and plus minus. And like most of the starters were like minus twenties and thirties, um, which yeah. generally only happens when just a team is just beat or or just not caring. Uh, I feel like, you know, once, once you're kind of, you know, after that first quarter, it pretty much seemed like just, you know, nobody had it, had the fighting spirit in them. Uh, and then, Pretty much by the third quarter, the game was over. Yeah, I think I think for me, like, yeah, I think at times there were times where like the offense was sputtering a little bit, but also they were sputtering. So it's like, who was sputtering less at a certain point? Um, this team this year is definitely more of a defensive team. It just is what it is, uh, which is hilarious for me because the years past I've been talking shit about defense like forever, saying we don't need it, but. I'm absolutely wrong on that point. At that part, but, I'm right there. Um, I'm right there with you, Reeves. Like I feel like the the mal or the malice Davericks. Um, God, I'm tired. Um, I feel like, especially in the Dirk years, the biggest criticism was just how little defense we had until basically 2011, and then 
you know, we were always like a center away and, you know, we've always been just kind of a, or, I mean, even with Rick Carlisle's team that, you know, set the offensive rating record regular season, or uh, I think that was the case where we were like, we had, it was at highest points per game or like the, like historically one of the best offenses ever um, when we still lost to the Clippers, I think last year um, and still, yeah. So now the fact that we, it's it's a weird gear shift to be like, oh wait, we're actually good defensively. Yeah. So I think even though our deep, our offense sputtered, I think they're just sputtered way more than ours did. Um, I, 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 absolutely, we need to tie that up going in the going to game six. Um, if we do that, if we basically if we keep up our quality of offense of defense and raise our quality of offense, like getting good looks, you know, not. There were times where, like, I think it was like Luca or Spencer or somebody would like just try to jack up a three, and I'm just like, no, don't do this. <laughs> like, just go to the basket. <laughs> you know, like, they're like, yeah, step back because it's cool shit when they get win, but when they don't, they look dumb as fuck. So stop, please. <laughs> um, so, a really good question, though, Austin. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. Like, there were times, yes, there were times where it just, it, you know, where the offense just looked like fucking shit. You know. So uh, I, I don't mean, know if that's the hell is this? That. I, really... I don't know if anything after that, but what? Yeah, we I was just problem. gonna say. I just hope. Oh, sorry. We have a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank. You. Yeah, no problem. I'm here to help out with the sound, the soundboards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> appreciate it, man. Uh, see, now we have Lance. That was both for Austin and for Lance. Hey, Lance. Uh, you're going to want to hit the little, uh, there's a little microphone button at the bottom. Bottom right. Hello. He's unmuted. He's a ladybug. Perhaps Hello. something with your headphones. Do we have, do we have a countdown? button or um let me see um oh can you hear us lance yeah i can hear you can you hear me now my dude perfect there we go okay what's up what's up dude so uh yeah yeah the ladybug i actually photographed in my house oh nice oh nice very nice Check this out, right? Right. So, my previous like profile pic was a praying mantis that I also discovered in my house. Amazing. Very nice. And I actually spent half a day, literally hours, watching him eat these like insects, you know, and like, wow, it's crazy. But like, that's a good and a bad thing. Why are all these uh, like like insects in my house that these guys are thriving on? But anyway, that's a story for another day. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, like, if anything, they're just good profile picture fodder at this point. Yeah, yeah, right. So I'll take it, right? But there's really a lot of mini <laughs> I live in the country, so that explains uh, the house full of photogenic bugs. <laughs> well, yeah, but I live next to a dairy farm, so there's lots of critters everywhere. Not just because of that. I live in the country, kind of. But but back to bat, you know. <laughs> so but all right. So back to basketball, right? Now I'm a Philly boy, so I'm a Sixers fan and all that, right? But now right we're talking about Mavericks Jazz. I'm not familiar about those teams specifically. But well, so uh, I can fill you in really quick. Uh, Mavs good. 
and uh, jazz not as good. Um, choke artists and more than likely heading towards a rebuild. I think that the jazz of- has been like for the, am I wrong? Because I don't follow it that close, but the jazz has been like team most likely to succeed soon for the last five or seven years, right? Well, I guess that's the thing about potential is that potential means the success hasn't happened yet. Yeah, right. You know, so yeah, right. so the jazz the jazz to me are the ones that are always like in the regular season, they're like super strong, they do everything well, and then the, the playoffs they just sputter, you know, whether so it be Mavs in the first round, second right? round. Mavs won it last huh? year. Mavs won it last year. I don't mean to interrupt, no. I'm just trying to catch up. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, no, Mavs were out in the first round last year. <laughs> but they won it two years ago, right? Uh, the tw- uh, last time that they won it was uh, 2011. So it feels like yesterday. Oh, uh, not not the Mavs. No, no, excuse me, excuse me, the Bucks. Excuse me, the Bucks. Oh, the Bucks. Yes. That's what yes. was last year. Yes, I'm the, Bucks the, Bucks won. Won. <laughs> the Bucks won it last year. I'm not that out of touch. I'm, I'm not catching up from 10 years ago. Thank you. No, I, I missed okay, No, No, okay, so... Uh, but the Jazz this year is the higher seed. What's the seeding? Uh, Mavs, I believe, are the the higher seed this year, uh, if, if I remember yeah. co- correctly. We are the fourth seed. They're the fourth. It, yeah, because it was neck and neck. It was like, yeah, we were we were bouncing between whether or not we were going to be the third, the fourth, or the fifth. I think those were our possible landing spots. Right, right. So, in other words, it's not fair for me to come in and talk about other teams and everything. But if I can talk about the NBA generally and keep it to this sure. season. Being a Sixers fan, I wasn't thrilled at first about Harden. Then I thought, yeah, sure. he's being a team player. Then I was like, no, he's not. And it's like, okay, man, maybe he is. And it's like, you know, no, he would not have been my choice even now, you know. But what do you guys think about the Sixers and how – and I, what I want to talk about is like just the whole kind of ethos because, I mean, I love what you call it from uh, Milwaukee, you know. Of course, sure. of course, I got to vote for Embiid as MVP, but I don't know if Kapalakalis deserved it. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a man, you know. So, sure, yeah. Well, uh, you know, Giannis is the human alphabet, um, but I will say that yeah, Embiid is definitely deserving of, of an MVP uh, running. Um, Jokic, statistically speaking, is just doing things that just, I mean, granted, the things about the MVP is the regular season awards, so it's just like kind of hard to. Uh, you know, I've heard every argument for and against. Uh, so to be honest, it's going to be either Embiid or Jokic. Um, and it's we're in a part now where that postseason, uh, neither are doing wonderful in the postseason um, as far as like team success. Uh, I think I think the Harden trade was a weird one in the sense that you were kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of uh, situation. With no, damned uh, if you don't, he ain't the guy. He ain't the one. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry not to interrupt. No, you're good. I, I mean, I think like yeah, I think Simmons was just a person that like isn't going to play. I mean, tell tell me who the Nets would want right now, like Fat James Harden or Simmons on the bench, and so it just kind of felt like they exchanged each other's problems and like. In some ways, on paper, people can be like, oh, this could be a better fit kind of thing. But I don't know. I haven't been a fan of Harden since he forced his way out and uh, messed up with uh, with uh, Silas uh, in, in Houston and forced his way out of there. And then the next year was like, you know what? I don't like Brooklyn either. And uh, I, I I like players that like to play. Call me old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, on that note, it's like I'm way old school. 
right? I live in Syracuse, man. Syracuse Nationals. They only won one championship, but they were a force, you know. They're a great team. They sure. became the uh, 76ers, right? Uh, a couple of guys in the all-time 75 are in there. Uh, Dolph Shays or whatever. He kind of wrote yep. the book on that. Uh, how to develop the power forward. He was the first, like, big man that could shoot from outside and still bang inside and all that. But, um, sure. but, but, but so, you know, it's like, it's just bizarre how, what happened to defense, you know, in other words, this happened in the seventies, right? Where it was like 126 points was like average, you know, but, and that was before the Jordan and the, and the Pistons and the hard heart, you know, so it, things ebbed and flowed. In other words, right. it, it, it doesn't go in one direction, but we, we need to get back some of that old school stuff. These guys are, they're just all, they're all just what? They're just all wimp. Now here, okay. Let me quote Barkley. Sure. Used to be fast break. First of all, fast break used to be the, the thing. In other words, even if you're a, a half court, you know, uh, team, right? Where you're going to grind it out with the shot clock and all that. Yeah, actually, Danny Biazon, the owner of the Nats, created the shot clock and it re- he knew it was going to ruin the franchise because it was going to make it too fast paced, going to make it popular and it was going to phase out the small markets, nevertheless. But, uh, the idea was you always fast break. And what Barkley, these guys joke about is, so now you fast break and you don't run underneath for the quick two points. You three guys, three on one and all three offensive players on the fast break. The fourth guy's the passer. They're all standing outside the three point line waiting to shoot the uh, unguarded three. That's true. Uh, but I, I've, you know, I've done a little bit of uh, math work um, uh, and, you know, I've consulted IT um, and, and all I got was uh, three points is more than two. Um, and it's best to you know get as many of those good looks as you can. Um, but uh, I really appreciate the call. Uh, the way that is different. See, that's the thing. It isn't right. otherwise the Rockets that have a championship when Harden was with the Rockets because what they know is that if it's not forty four percent, it's only forty two percent. It doesn't work. It just doesn't. It doesn't play out. In other words, that's why the game's played on the court and not with the stats. You see, oh, totally. because it doesn't matter what that says on paper. You know why? Here's why. Suppose you get all those threes on paper that look good, but you're not jamming it. You're not getting the energy of the six man, the crowd. It's not being like, like powerful. You're not putting the cycle lot. You know, you're just getting more points than the other team. Yeah. Okay. It works on paper, but that's not what wins championships. The Warriors know that you see, even when they're number one, in shooting threes, they know that they got to pound it on defense too. Oh, we're a three-point shooting offensive team. We're going to win that way. No, if that was the case, 15 seeds would be winning NCAA championship, and they know that. So I hear what you're saying, but it don't play out in the. It doesn't. It doesn't play out in terms of championships because in the team. The playoffs, you're team. correct. The grind it out, it does uh, certainly favor it. Uh, but kind of going on your point, though, I mean, like the Ben Simmons, uh, Harden trade. It is kind of reminiscent of the Porzingis Spencer Dinwiddie trade that we've had in the sense that we've seen kind of an upgrade in depth, even though we've technically had a decrease in talent, and that's yeah, and we're it's paying dividends for us. Yeah, the seventy six went from a total putz to a somewhat less putsy guy. You know, big deal. Exactly. You know, and uh, I'd ultimately maybe an upgrade, but I guess time will tell. Uh, Lance, thank yeah, you so much like- for calling in, man. Uh, we're probably going to be wrapping this up, but we appreciate you giving us a call. Appreciate you, man. All right. Wait. Thank you so much, Lance. All right. So, uh, well, 
folks, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up today since it's, it is on the later side. Um, thanks to everyone that called in. Thank you guys so much for listening live. This will be also available uh, on our RSS feed. We'll be posting the link as well. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find me at Don underscore Denim. You can also see a picture of me with Maverick great Rolando Blackman, uh, which I'm very proud of. And mercy is he tall. Um, and I am short. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you can find uh, Mr. Redacted uh, at squish 41 uh follow us all on the twitter things and uh, uh follow us on here we do the follow back definitely on colin uh thanks to uh, every, the good folks at colin that are having us on this platform we've been having an immense amount of fun on this platform but what the fuck going on in miami bro? stay oh. off the damn weed oh man God damn it. Dream be like. Oh my god. All Dream right. stands be like. What the fuck are you? <laughs> oh, shit! Okay. All right, cool. Uh, I'm, <laughs> that, that was our end of the uh, show. Uh, drop yeah. set. That's what's happening. Yes. All right. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys <laughs> later. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>